Welcome to the planevents.ca podcast. Today we're recording on September 18th, 2020. And in this episode, we have uh, Money on, one of the plan events peeps. Um, she's also going to be uh, my co host and guest on this episode. And we're going to be talking about what it's like to uh, move in with your in-laws after marriage. Uh, I think this is probably relevant for many of our listeners. Uh, But before we go too far, I do want to have Money um, give a quick intro about herself, and then we'll jump into the topic. Money, you want to give us an intro? Hey, guys. I'm actually really looking forward to um, this topic. It it is a little sensitive, but um, I'm excited to be a part of it. Thank you, Cam, for having me on today. Yeah, no problem. So as Money mentioned, moving in, uh, the topic of moving in and living with the in-laws, it is a sensitive topic. So we're going to keep this episode as, as raw as we can, but we also want to be very clear that this is not meant to, um, say, I guess, speak or and suggest anything negative about like people. I think what we're really here to talk about is like the byproducts of of the culture that we come from, and often how that affects um, women who who end up uh, joining their husband's uh, in law. I guess the husband's household. So I guess. Mike, why don't you give us a little bit of background on like on your on the previous lifestyle you, you were you were used to because you didn't necessarily live in a very I guess crowded uh, multi generational family residence before, right? Is that correct? Um, actually, when I was a little bit younger, I had um, grandparents and I had my aunt and uncle and their kids living with us too. I was probably in like middle school, high school. And I did notice, I think it's just like, personally, I like my own space. So kind of, so I had kind of dealt with it, but not like obviously married and living in it, right? Because then they had eventually, my aunt and uncle had moved out. So then it was just my parents and my siblings. And it was very like laid back parents didn't really question much kind of did whatever I wanted and it was just I was used to that lifestyle they didn't have very high expectations of me so I think that was like a big change for me when I moved because I was like wow like they operate differently than my parents right yeah and so I thought that that part for me was very difficult for sure and I'm not trying to compare like my life against you know compared to your life I never lived in a crowded household with lots of family and like many generations under a roof but I do know it when I would as a kid visit family for prolonged periods of time and there were so many formalities I have to maintain so I'm visiting a cousin for a month and they invite all these people to come like meet see my parents and I have to you know, go downstairs, serve snacks, tea. And this is me as a boy. This is not even like, uh, so this, you know, the, I say the sexism in the, in that situation was not applicable. Um, yeah. And, you know, having to awkwardly say hi to people that I didn't really understand what they were saying. English is my first language. It's really the only language I speak fluently. Um, but just things I didn't 
like doing i just prefer to just like be in my room upstairs with my brother or by myself and like not have to deal with like everybody else out there i don't think that's necessarily exactly like what it's like being a grown woman living in somebody else's household but i guess i'd be curious to know before you got married let's say when you were engaged what what did you envision it would be like like in terms of your lifestyle after getting married because i think there was a lot of excitement i think originally because it's something new uh and just completely different I, that's what i sense but i'd like to hear from you what you envisioned bef before you um got married specifically after you got engaged so basically you're young you're in love right so you don't really think about it as much like I would think about it we would talk about it about moving in and yeah it was going to be temporary but I didn't think of it to that extreme I thought I was just going to fit right in it was going to be all fine and dandy but there was just a lot of expectations something that I just wasn't used to because obviously I grew up and my parents never really expected me to be that way like even when we were younger like they never there was never a difference between my brothers and I like if they didn't have to do it I didn't have to do it just because I was a woman right and like I'm no the dynamic here is a little different because they're more like it's more of like a segregation between the men and the women you know and I'm I wasn't used to that I was like like, it was very, very foreign to me. I was like, oh, they really operate this way, you know? And so that just kind of hit me, like, right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think to reiterate, we're here to talk about really how different, even, even within the same or similar communities, like, each family literally has their own culture. So I think it sounds like the culture you grew up in, even though it's the same kind of culture, broadly speaking it was very different to what you moved into and it sounds like i think it's not just your household it, it seems like it seems re relatively common or, among many households that i guess um where the household is a little bit more traditional do you have any like specific examples of things that kind of took getting used to like what was it like let's say like the first month how long did it take for you to realize, oh, this is, you know, a complete culture shock for me? Um, I would say the first week when it was just like, I think, I think I was just really excited and I didn't really know what to expect. And so like having the family be like, oh, well, are you going to be cooking us all dinner tonight? <laughs> or serving, serving us tea. And I was just like, okay, like I'm not used to this because back home, like, mom made her own tea and she'd make it for dad and no one ever asked me to ever make tea right and so just like things that I just wasn't used to doing took me quite some time to be like oh my god I have to really do this like I I have like they want me to do this right and it's like I really had to like grow up and another thing that I did want to point out that I've kind of noticed over time is both of us being from the states like you and I and even Cami your fiance uh -huh. like I feel like since the like community isn't as big there people operate differently like I feel like I see it less I see the 
the expectations from a daughter-in-law a little less because people tend to just move out right away and they don't really live with the in-laws. And I feel like I haven't really heard many stories of people living with their in-laws in the States versus here, bigger community. People tend to just kind of stick to what they know. And I feel like they don't expand their horizons as much as they do in the States. I don't know. That was just like a personal thought that I've been having that I'm like okay well that's probably because there's a bigger community here and they they don't have to change the way they are you know because others are doing it yeah and I think so listeners have context money is from the U.S. and she moved to Edmonton so shifted countries and I kind of have the same theory if I compare the South Asian community, or I should say communities in like Washington state, and I compare them to those in, I compare them to, you know, those in Canada, definitely, I find, you know, my cousins in Canada, like, they're like, they didn't I have cousins that are my age, that still live with their parents, and they just have no plans to, to really leave um, until they get married, or until they can uh, afford to move out on their own. Because I think there's two things that's going on. One, there's definitely the community aspect where it's a more traditional environment. I'd say somewhat, not necessarily as assimilated with like the broader like uh, mainstream population, like white people basically. Um, and the other thing I, ha- I kind of have a, a theory about, and I don't know if it's true, is I also think that the job market and the economy in the in the many parts of the US um, make it a lot more practical to be able to one get a job that pays you reasonably well and then two being able to save up money to eventually move out because houses aren't housing is not i mean housing is pricey but at the same time there are a lot of housing options here that where you can it's more common and doable to move out with a down payment and I mean, if you look at BC, it's not uncommon for a house to be like a, a small crap house being like a million bucks. But then like what kind of job is going to pay somebody enough to be able to afford to do that? So I kind of think there's exactly. two, two aspects. I mean, what do you think like in terms of like the economies between Canada and U.S.? I just feel like. I don't know. I I just feel sorry, Cam. I just blanked out. The vacuum just turned on. It's OK. Oh like, my god, I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, it's fine. I'm not going to edit this out. I'm going to keep it. It's fine. <laughs> um, I mean, going back to getting used to, I guess, doing more homekeeping tasks and how, how I mean, did you, like, that first week you're in and you're expected to make dinner, were you like, sure, I'm going to make dinner every day now? Or was there some sort of, like, balance between working things out, you know, kind of developing that relationship with the family members in the household to kind of set boundaries, like, sure, I'll cook dinner in some scenarios, but some days I'm just not going to cook because I just don't feel like it or I'm too tired. Yeah, it it took quite some time before (laughs) there actually became like a system of like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to cook dinner tonight between like my mother-in-law and I, or even my husband. Um... I would say it took a long time to get to, okay, I'm going to cook tonight. My mother-in-law is going to wash the dishes and clean the kitchen or vice versa. 
So it's like, I feel like there's kind of a balance now where like, if I'm not cooking tonight because I'm home late from work, I'll do the dishes. Like we don't, it's not like a set system, like where we talk about, hey, like you do this, I'll do that. It's just like whatever happens, like depending on what we cook is what kind of happens. But like everyone's kind of on the same page now. But it took almost three, like over three years to like get where we are now. Yeah, I've kind of asked like, so the thing is like, I've asked many other women who have lived with their in-laws or used to live with their in-laws and obviously like people are kind of I think people are, are somewhat scared to like share their experiences because they it could be taken the wrong way right but 100%. yeah like the general theme I've collected in speaking with um, different couples is like for some couples um, they just never were able to strike up like the, a healthy relationship um, and it, it, it just was not good for the families, but the ones who kind of stuck it out, it took them like years. Like I'm talking yeah. like m- more than three years to like really get things, um, I guess in a healthy state. So, I mean, were there any other specific aspects that took some adjusting to, I know, like, I think like cooking and cleaning is kind of like, I'm not surprised that came up, but were there any other small things like that? were difficult for you to adjust like day to day like you mentioned you like your you like to have your own space like can you give me an example of what that yeah I have always kind of been like that where I'm like I want my own space like even back home like I would sit in my own area and like no one's gonna come disturb me or is no one's gonna question why I'm just sitting there watching Netflix all day you know and like there was just all that I felt like there was more freedom like I didn't have to explain myself to anyone if I wanted to go step out I didn't have to like really answer to anyone it would just be like hey mom I'm gonna go do this there wasn't any like why are you gonna go do that like who was gonna be there like it was never anything like that and I feel like that part really threw me off because I'm just like okay well I'm a grown adult I'm married like I feel like I don't have to question like answer to anybody but that's just personal right it's very very personal and some people don't mind it and then some do and some just want their space and plus like living with you know a bigger family there's always going to be like you know the unexpected guests like you mentioned earlier and it's just like if you're just having an off day and then you have to entertain and it's just like sometimes it becomes very overwhelming and it's like well what do I do can't just stay in my room right (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of thinking about that. I've been in situations both like in my own, like where I live right now by myself and also the uh, like growing up with my parents when we would have just like random guests come through and sometimes like random guests would stay there for like weeks. Like you just didn't didn't know when they were going to leave. So, and nobody wants to say anything because in my experience, we generally come from, I would say, somewhat of a passive aggressive culture where being like direct and confrontational is not necessarily like it's not rewarded and it's also it just seems like it's generally avoided um and so I never felt like I could relax I just felt like I just felt compelled to entertain and make sure like this person feels like they're having having a good time and it's like what are you supposed to do like if you're tired 
is it acceptable if you just like go to your room while there's guests? No, because it's looked down upon. It's like, <laughs> well, why is she going to her room? You know, but it's like, if it's unexpected, it's also not fair. And I feel like that's one thing that I still get like that's still frustrating. It's like, well, you know, when you live together, there's other people that live in the house. You always have to look out for you know everyone right like if I'm gonna have my friends over they're just not gonna come over it's gonna be like hey my friends are coming over right and I feel like you have to kind of be on the same page and it's like if someone else isn't on the same page it it gets really frustrating because it's like you know each generation is different the grandparents are different the parents are different we're different you know and it's like I, I get I get their I get their side, but at the same time you have to move with time too, you know, and you can't just keep holding on to your traditions because time is moving, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um so some of the things you mentioned, it reminds me of when I was in college living with roommates and I'd have some roommate situations where one person would just be like having people come over like all times of the night, the day, they're just like always partying and I'd like not be able to sleep. And it was just very intrusive. And it got to the point where we had to actually like let, you know, have it where roommates are letting you know before they actually invite, you know, a group of people over or something like that. So I can totally empathize with that. And I also think, yeah, like I, time is changing like society's changing like social structures are changing so i think it's important to i think it's a good idea i'm not saying it's right or wrong i think it's a good idea to evolve try and evolve your household or your community's practices as 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 time goes on so going back to having your own space i mean so so you you you're i think you went back to school right Yes, currently you, back in school. <laughs> are, are you able to use that as? Are you able to use that as a reason to say, "Hey, uh, I gotta go to my room because I got." I have yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's like I have to do it, right? It's not because it's like I'm trying to escape, but it's like, you know, it is what it is. Like I have to go study. Yeah, I um. It's, yeah, it's like I'm not trying to be rude, but like, I it's just something I have to do for myself do you feel like um that's still kind of not received very well if you say you have to go study does it still kind of does it still seem somewhat taboo or does that seem like a generally acceptable reason to not no it's generally acceptable it's just sometimes I do feel I'm being a little judged but I'm I'm pretty used to that at this point so I'm just like you know just roll with the punches yeah, but it's, I, it's taken a long time to, like, get my mental health in check when it comes to, like, like, you know, being judged, comments, and just, like, trying to deal with, you know, people that don't see what you see, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's that's been really, like, difficult, but I would say, like, come a long way. Yeah, I um, I know we're almost coming up on timing, but I have a couple other questions. So, yeah. so your husband Vin, do you think that he has had to kind of, I don't want to say evolve because that's, it sounds kind of like crude, but like, do you feel like Vin has had to somewhat also? I could let's say, do you think he's had to grow? 
<laughs> in this situation. Of course, of course. Okay. I feel like we both had to, but um, I'm just putting this out there. I just feel like it took him a little bit longer. Like yeah. compared to like when I had to, I feel like, you know, he was born and raised and living in this house his entire life. So I feel like to him, it was just like, well, he this is all he knows, right? Right. And I've like obviously experienced li- living with my family and then moving into a new family. So it's hard. It's a harder adjustment for me. But when it comes to, you know, like anything going wrong, it's like I would have to like really explain myself. And like we're finally at a point where it's like he gets he gets what I mean, because I feel like trying to get through to him was really hard at first, just because, you know, like it's all he's ever known. So it's like, you know, to try to like break that barrier down and, you know, get him to understand the other side, I would say kind of took some time for him. But yeah, I would say we're, we've both grown a lot. It's just, you know, when you are long distance and you get married, you do hope to be able to, you know, evolve together, just the two of you, you know, without any other opinions or anything like that. So that was is still kind of difficult for me I do you know want us to be able to have our own like space and you know kind of get to know each other better without others around if that makes sense yeah because you've never had that period yeah we've never had that (laughs) like I feel like there's always someone in my space you know and you have to you have to you know, carry yourself a certain way because there's so many other people living in the house, right? You can't just be like, well, here I go. I'm going to go throw a huge party or let's have a candlelight dinner in the kitchen, you know? It's like, yeah, you just can't do that. Yeah, totally. So one common, and I'm this is just general, a general theme I've seen is often it's the the wife that moves in with her husband and his family and then the husband is in this awkward position where he wants to keep his parents happy, but he also wants to keep his wife happy. So I think the in that situation, like the husband in general, he, well, either the husband will end up taking a side, which is never the right thing to do, in my opinion, or they will learn how to become a lot better at negotiating kind of boundaries, you know, boundaries with the parents, but also boundaries with wife. And so do you think that that has been an area, I guess, where Vin has had to, has, has grown where it kind of, for lack of better words, becoming a diplomat between, like, the, between you and like the family? To be honest, it still happens. He's always trying to keep the peace between both sides. I don't blame him for that. I know it's tough when you're like kind of getting pulled both ways. Um, it's usually not like a really big thing that where like both sides are trying to like argue on it's usually just like kind of like petty stuff but still like you're just you know you are who you are right and you're just like I'm offended and so like it would sometimes I can see that he does get it but it's like there's just no point in even arguing it sometimes with the other party it's just like okay well Either you just keep complaining or you try to learn to kind of like let go because of like, you know, we're trying because we're trying to keep the peace, you know? Yeah, I 
totally i'm a big advocate of like picking and choosing your battles there are just like some things some things that are just not worth it yeah i'm I'm like that other person will get so much more satisfaction if i let them be right but if i'm right it's like it either doesn't affect me that much or i really don't care so just like yeah and you know like i said i got married at 23 i'm now 27 i've learned a lot at 23 i was very naive and i did not really even know who I even was and like over the years I've definitely had time to like grow and actually understand more and so we're like even with like my in-laws now we're at a point where it's like I can probably say whatever I want to them vice versa and we can have like a civil conversation we can make jokes And I wouldn't say, like, you know, we're, like, all best friends and stuff like that. But, like, I would say that, like, things have come a long way. And I can not only see the change in myself, but I can also notice, like, the change in their behavior as well. Like, towards, like, my husband and I. Like, I wouldn't say we're all the way there, but it's, like, it's definitely gotten better where they're just, like, okay, they're going to do this. We just can't interfere. They're not doing anything wrong. We just have to kind of step back a little bit, which I feel like is like really important because that helps both sides, you know? Yeah, I do. Uh, I have like two more questions. Yeah. Um, the, the first one is, so, you know, let's think about all those girls that are like mid twenties, late twenties, or really any age, uh, any, any age really that are engaged and they're excited to get married and they've kind of got like this big vision of what post-marital life is going to look like and they are definitely planning on moving in with the in-laws. What do you think are things they should be ready for? Things that they might not necessarily be aware of? Honestly, like I wish I did have someone who gave me advice before I got married. Um, because like I was I was really young and like I didn't know any better it was just like a big fairy tale and I was like oh my god I'm gonna marry him you know and I personally like just personally speaking not saying people should go and do this um think that it's better to okay there's pros and cons living with them you obviously get to build a relationship it could be either really bad or really good once you move out you could either hate each other or get to like love each other but i gotta remember where i was going with this (laughs) Um, i don't really i wouldn't say i recommend it unless you really are in a position where you can't like like you know afford to move out i just think you can still build a pretty good relationship if you don't live with them because sometimes you can even damage the relationship and you'll it'll never be the same again right and it's like there's just some things that you know both parties don't need to see from both ends and it's for the better so i would say future brides i wouldn't recommend it um unless like of course you really are in a place where you're just like you know i got this i have a great relationship with them but even then, it's like, if you don't mind sharing your space, like, I 
don't like to share my space. That's just how I've always been. I have two older brothers. I was the only girl. I never had to share my space with my brothers. And so that's just who I am. So it just really depends on the person, I guess, if they're willing to, you know, fight the battles and, you know, adjust to someone else's household. Yeah, that makes sense. My my only my only parting question is if you had let's just say you had a choice like let's just say you could pick any option you wanted to as a as a, let's imagine like you're a new bride and uh option A was like live on her own and option B was move in with the family. I mean, I get the sense that it would be preferred because you like your own space, be preferred to uh, have your own place over like moving in with like another family. Is that? Yeah, 100%. I just, I just know how I am personally. I know how I operate. I know what like kind of routine I like. I just know what I want. Yeah. And so I, I like things that part- I'm very, very particular. I like things to be very particular. So it's just, it's everyone's happy if you know <laughs> like if you know i we are able to be where we want to be comfort yeah. wise you know and i i would prefer to be like living on my own if i was like if i had to choose yeah i can like if i live with another like if if i let's say moved in with my own family, like after marriage, or with Cammy's family after marriage, there'd be a lot of things where I just feel very like restricted on. Like, but if, for example, if when if Cammy and I get in a fight, it's like I'd rather live at home and be, get in a fight and yeah, not exactly. Have to put up up front because then your parents start asking, and then once oh, yeah. parents start asking, then they just start picking at it, and then they start taking sides, and it just makes things worse. And like. Yeah. But that's just like one example of like why I wouldn't want to live in a shared household. It's yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> actually very true because if we are saving and I are fighting, it's like we have to kind of do it in secret because we're <laughs> gonna go eat dinner with the family. You have to go downstairs and like you know be in the kitchen. And I know sometimes it's very obvious, <laughs> like you can just tell. And I know my mother-in-law sometimes like, oh, well, what's wrong today? Are you guys fighting? And I'm just like, oh, my God, please don't yeah. question it. Please yeah. don't question it. If you, if you lived at home, if you lived on your own, nobody would ever ask you that. Probably the only person that would ask you that is Vin. But exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. So like I, can... I just want to fight without anybody seeing me fight, you know, or hearing me fight. It's just like you have to really like learn to like compose yourself, which is like, you know. It's hard. I think that's another thing that's a part of that culture, though. Like, like in that kind of culture, we're living with so many people is the norm. I also think that, like, not like keeping a facade over what's going on in your personal life is also like a part of that. Um, I'll call it. It's a part of the act. Yeah, and I don't like that. I like to just, you know, I don't want to sit there and pretend to be interested or like pretend to just be like everything is fine but no today we had a really big argument and like I just I don't like that I feel like it gives me anxiety yeah because it's like I don't want to have to change the way I am because of the people around me like you know and I just it makes me uncomfortable yeah like if you get in a huge fight and then just random guests come over now you got to 
entertain them and like cook dinner and just be hella happy when you're actually just super stressed out and now you have to wait until the guests leave and then you finally have alone time and then you have to hold all that in i just that'd be super stressful for me yeah i get i just get super uncomfortable and like you know obviously we have this rule where we're just like oh we can't argue in front of anyone you know yeah (laughs) yeah i'm kind of i mean me and cammy have like disagreements and public spaces i mean i'm not i don't necessarily hide it but i am somewhat like somewhat transparent about not being pleased with something i'm you know within reason but uh anyways i know that um you've got to make a reservation so i don't want to keep you on um too much longer so did you have any last things you wanted to mention before we end this episode i just want to say like Although, like, you know, whatever I've gone through, I'm glad to know that I, like, came out, obviously, like, you know, I came out stronger. And I'm happy that, you know, for what I've learned in the last, like, three years. Because I feel like if I wasn't in the position I am right now, I probably wouldn't have been able to, you know, find myself. Or, like, you know, I just, I'm I'm happy that I've been able to have the experience and be able to really get to know myself because maybe I wouldn't have if we lived alone, you know, and now I've learned to be much stronger and like know how to deal with like consequences much better. Yeah, totally agree. So in a nutshell, challenging and continues to be sometimes challenging uh, of an experience, but it sounds like it's helped you grow a lot. Yeah. And I, I think that's-, that, that's the part I'm most like, thankful for because it's just like I know like my first year I was like really like like I need to move back like I can't do this and it was really hard for me but I'm finally at the point where I'm just like content and I'm like okay you know just stay busy you know work school social life and like you'll be good and I just it's kind of like just training yourself you know for sure Okay, well, I think uh, that wraps it up. Uh, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I don't know where you're going, but if it's for food, I hope it tastes good. Thanks for having me, Cam. I'm looking forward to the next podcast with you guys. Nope. If I also wanted to add, if anybody has like any questions, just like DM us or just you know anything, let us know. Or if you have any like topics you want to hear about next. I feel like that would be great. Yeah, that's a plus one. I agree with that. Also, if anybody has any stories they want to share, we could totally keep it anonymous. Uh, more than happy to um, share and uh, you know talk about it on, on the podcast. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Cam. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah, bye. If you've made it this far into the podcast, that means you've reached the end. If you enjoyed the episode or you enjoy our podcast or really both of those things, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have an Apple device, get an iPhone. I'm playing. Bye.